Good evening, godless sodomites. You the real MVP, Jason. So, yeah. all right. Uh, welcome to the excommunication station. I'm your host, Chaz. I'm joined by Donovan and the well-rested Chrissy. How are you guys? <laughs> Good. Honestly, you know what? Even though I did get to sleep for about like 40 minutes, I'm not great, man. That sounds That's like a good power nap, though. Irritable bowel disease mm. is the bane of my existence. You know what else I is going to be the bane of your existence? Tim sure. No, before we hopped on, uh, uh, of the justices, uh, Supreme Court, um, um, decision on Roe was just uh, leaked on accident. So, no. Yes, uh, abortion is abortion is no longer the law of the land. What? Hell. Are you serious? So, yep. Wow, what a way to find out on a so, fucking podcast about congrats. Christianity. Well, you know, you guys are just finding out now. If people are finding out on Wednesday. You know, they gotta wake the fuck up. Where did you find um, this out? Is stunning. It's all over the news. Just like go to Huffington Post. Or... Politico has a, obtained what, call, what it calls a draft of majority opinion that it would strike down Roe versus Wade. Cool. So yeah. rich people can still get abortions. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just poor people. Yeah, don't worry about it. Can't get abortions and then also can't get, you know, like help. Yeah. Right. So all is to plan. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that was, uh, yeah. And the fact that this was leaked is very, very rare and very, yeah, a big fucking no no. Um, Somebody was pissed. So somebody is angry or yeah, somebody is wants to jump the gun, you know, somebody wants to whip they already have the barricades up in front of the Supreme Court. Um uh this could get bad. <laughs> uh yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, if I was closer, I'd go take a shit right in front of them. And it wouldn't yeah. be hard because, you know, irritable bowel disease. Yep. yep. <laughs> Just give me a bunch of cheese and I'm ready to go. No, like uh, li- I don't need I literally don't need any of that. It's a superpower, just, Chaz. <laughs> all I need is like 20 minutes. Inspiration. <laughs> and I can shit like four times. Irritable, irritable bowel man. Um, that doesn't sound mm-hmm. irritable. That sounds profitable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that sounds like an OnlyFans account in the in the making. You sound um, like a 90-day fiancé star. <laughs> absolutely. I straight up already told you guys, like, I'm not going to join OnlyFans. I'm going to join Only Grants. Which is for like people like me who are secret grandmas, um, and uh, I will teach you like how to crochet. That's <laughs> all I nice. got. Yeah, they have YouTube for that. But uh, <laughs> oh, people would uh, pay. People I'm, oh, I'm sure pay they would. for my cleaning tips. Oh, I'm sure they would. Um, <laughs> but uh, we are your hip new youth pastors, and uh, shout, shout, let it all out. <laughs> These are the things that I praise about. Shalom. Shalom. Oh God. I'm praying to you. Shalom. Love. And this is Inquisition. Holy shit. I 
can't believe you didn't make that into a cure song i'm just throwing it out there yeah i know i'm i can't do that to my favorite band in the world um i'll do it uh, but uh guys uh <laughs> how many songs did you learn to sign language at church <laughs> none i'm trying to think it's like at least two um because there was like the you know jesus loves the little children oh yeah if you learn sign language too donovan you didn't even learn sign like as a kid like even nope. in, even like a little one like they didn't show you how to do that in like sunday school nah bro i went to a really Whoa. poor church in 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 downtown baltimore with nothing but really old people they didn't give a fuck about nobody <laughs> they didn't teach you gang signs at least come on no that was outside yeah. <laughs> you just sit on the steps for that point. what good are they <laughs> So uh, um, I I feel like yeah. it was a couple. It was a couple of them because like I get random flashes in my head of weird sign language terms that like why mm-hmm. do I know that? Why do I know mm-hmm. how to do the sign for dream? Mm-hmm. Why do I know the, how to you know? Why do I know that stupid crap? We did the weird hand puppetry for uh, what is it? Uh, don't you blow my bushel out? Or he's got the what? God damn it! Hold I'm on. having a what? Uh, bushel, that was was that down in your basement or was that uh was that at church? Tell me more. <laughs> it was the basement of the church. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> no, the light of this. Oh, this little light of mine. Yes, um, yes, yes. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm only shining. Yeah. But we did it like we like whispered it and like it was really creepy. Now that I think about it, like don't you don't let the devil it out. I'm gonna yeah. let it shine. Oh, creepy. Ugh. Thanks, Chaz. No problem. <laughs> what about you? How many did you learn? Yeah. Well, I mean, there was a there was a couple of the kid ones like um, this is the day that the Lord has made. Oh shoot! Um, this is the day, day that the Lord has. And I learned it in Hebrew I too. Rejoice! Oh my God! You were fucking stupid like that. Oh, tell and me I more. Still know it, and I'm never singing it for you guys. Oh, you um, son of a bitch! So, How are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? <laughs> no. Uh, so and Don't then, be a Christ tease. The, there were, there had to be, there was at least one, there was one Carmen song, but I don't <laughs> remember what it was. Or was the Petra song? I don't remember. It was like, a, it was definitely a CCM band. Um, oh my God. And then there was, there was another one for the drama team at the one church. But I don't remember the name of the song. I think that was another CCM one. Like, a, I don't fucking know. Jessica Grace or I'm making up names. I don't know. Uh, whoever would be a... <laughs> Jessica Grace. <laughs> She's on the cover of 8-Ball or whatever the fuck that ma- magazine was. 8-Ball. Um, yeah. 7-Ball. Seven 7-Ball, seven that was it. Um, are, are these just yeah. like truck stop porno mags that I am not no, aware seven, of? No, 7-Ball was like a, was like an alternative like Christian magazine, like really short-run Christian magazine in like the late 90s. Uh, anyway, I anyway, I just I like the idea of a Christian singer on a cover of a, a magazine called 8-Ball. <laughs> <laughs> it was 7-Ball. I was like 8-Ball because I confused Baltimore and... and I'm thinking of, I got the wire on my mind and that new TV show, this, this city is ours. Um, yeah. which is whenever I think of home, more. I think of eight balls too. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. 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 
we need to do there the most important go. thing, and that is to pray. So if you're is this uh, Sam, I am. <laughs> hold the hand of the person next to you and uh, bow your heads. And if you're driving, let Jesus take the wheel. It's interesting. I thought we had a separation of church and state, <laughs> right? Yeah. No, it's a. It's a. What it is is that Satan's controlling the church. The, the church is not doing its job, and it's not adhering to the teachings of Christ, and it's not adhering to what the Word of God says we're supposed to do and how we're supposed to live. And what they're doing by saying, oh, we have to love these people and take care of these migrants and love one another. This is loving one another. Yes, we are supposed to love one another, but their definition of what love one another means uh, means destroying our laws. It means uh, completely perverting what our Constitution says. It means uh, taking unreal advantage of the American taxpayer. And it means pushing a globalist policy on the American people and forcing America to become something that we are not supposed to be. Loving one another means is, is the true meaning of loving one another and loving others means that you also have to uphold the law. You have to uphold the rules. And, and you say no. There's times you say no. And then you meet me and your whole world changes because everything I say is everything you've ever wanted to hear. So you drop all your defenses and you drop all your fears and you trust me completely. I'm perfect in every way. Because I make you feel so strong and so powerful inside. You feel so lucky. But your ego obscures reality and you never bother to wonder why things are going so well. You want to know why? Um, I hope they got it. Yeah, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, we finally made it. Uh, thanks for sticking with us uh, through this long story. I just realized I don't have my fucking glasses on, and I just realized it's really blurry for me. Um, so I got to move a little closer. Go get them. I don't even know where they're at. So they've been raptured. Well, I'm going to yeah. tell you what I tell my go. kids whenever they can't find anything. It's in your butt. <laughs> That's okay. what I say. All right, I turned the brightness of my screen up. Uh, that'll help. <sighs> Thanks for sticking with, with us through the long story about Tim LaHaye. I'm sorry that uh, it took up over a month of our time to get through uh, the story that is Tim LaHaye, but I hope everybody oh, no. enjoyed Don't it. Don't apologize. No, um, he should apologize. apologize. <laughs> yeah, he should apologize. I'm going to dig him up and kick him in the nuts for an apology. Or yeah. one of his goddamn kids. It's not they their fault. Like that. They, I I kind of think they were probably abused a little bit, or oh, you know, without a doubt. Well, I agree. Okay, they know their but, dad but was like somebody. flipping their mom upside down and grabbing her mommy milkers. That's Jesus Christ! I forgot about that. That's gotta fuck you up. She definitely oh, I didn't. <laughs> Stick it in, but don't move. Don't move. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my God, I. I had such a hard time recently. Um, oh God! Because I I signed up for 
pest control for the house because it's almost summer. We're leaving Miami. The the bugs are coming. They're coming. Um, and our pest control guy is like the cutest little Mormon dude um, mm. from Salt Lake City. He was chit-chatting about how he has seven brothers, seven younger brothers back in Salt Lake City. He looks like such a little Mormon. And I could, I had such a hard time not asking him like, so you went to BYU, right? Is soaking a thing or is that just the internet lying to me? No, it's, I, I absolutely 100% believe it's a thing. Oh, I believe it's a thing too, but I wanted to get a Mormon's opinion. Yeah, oh, but yeah, yeah. I'm kind of glad you didn't ask him because what if he was the odd no, man out and like he was the lonely guy? Harassment. And never got, he never got He's to like experience it. Man. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah. I feel the same. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad. Like I, I offered him like water and all, you know, whatever, because it's hot here and he had to spray the house. And I was just like, <laughs> Why don't we just picture him taking the water and just pouring it all over himself with like undoing his tie and just being sexually just, just he was not. He he um, definitely has like a stockpile and a bunker like a good Mormon does. You can tell. I'm liking where this story's going. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we, we gotta we gotta get into this. Um so uh the books in the spinoffs uh, sold about in between 65 and 80 million copies. Um, I had a tough time trying to track down an actual number. I heard 65 million just for the series of books. I heard up to 80 million with everything that was wrapped up into it, like the kids books, the everything else. Um, yeah. It's been translated. Like the whole series. In, yeah. Uh, it'd been translated into over 30 languages. The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren, one of the best <clears throat> Christian books of all time, only sold 40 million copies. The Twilight <laughs> series sold 100 up. million copies. Just to put this in context of the impact. It is also Twilight, in the same... The Twilight series is one of the best modern gothic novels of our time, and I will die on this hill. All mm. right. Um, so uh, it is in the same ballpark with R.L. Stein's Fear Street, Whoa. The Vampire Chronicles, which blows the Twilight series out of the fucking water. Oh, um, God. Lemony Listen, Snicket. I'm not saying Twilight is good. I'm Uh-oh. just saying it's a good modern gothic novel. It's a good example of modern gothic novels. I, but yes, I Fear absolutely Street believe is you. I, I have never read. I I don't read it all, so I have. I like Nosferatu. There you go. Yeah, um, that's a and movie. Rice. No, the um, book by Joe Hill. <laughs> oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, yeah. that is a good book. Yes. Um. Uh. So it sold the same amount or in the ballpark as R.L. Stein's Fear Street, The Vampire Chronicles, Lemony Snicket. Little Ooh. House on the Prairie and the Jack Reacher series combined. Jack no, not Reacher. combined. But. <laughs> so it is in at its peak. The book sold about two hundred seventy-five thousand copies a week, and even oh, nice. in two thousand sixteen, it was still selling about a hundred thousand copies a month. God, so, yeah, 
I'm terrible with, with math, but uh, 65 million at roughly $17 a pop is $1.1 billion. I'm probably right, but he probably only gets like two or three dollars. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just saying the the amount of money this generated uh, is is astronomical uh, compared to like any other series that, that Christian has ever come out with. Um, Plus I'm probably, the movies. Yeah, I, that's not even added into this. Um, that's too I'm much probably, fucking money, man. Can't even joke yeah, about it. I'm, but I'm probably overinflating. But even in 2016. Uh, it's still putting the total at uh, $1.7 million a month that it's bringing in with selling those 100,000 copies a month, which is ridiculous. Um, oh, those politic boys are not cheap, though. <laughs> they, yeah, they're not. Yeah. <laughs> you got to pay for an ice rink some way. $50 million of the profits from the book for Tydale went to Tyndale House Foundation, which provides grants to future authors around the world and the books have provided about a third of the 150 million dollars they have given out in the lifetime of the foundation so the book uh supported supported uh, a third of this uh grant foundation so we can have more authors like a tim lahaye in the future oh i don't see a problem with that yeah that's pretty rad um we need some entertainment (laughs) not enough content (laughs) absolutely Give, give me more. Um, we need to break down some of the demographics really quick, uh, because where you grow up actually determines whether you read the book or not. And this is from Newsweek. 71% of the readers are from the South and the Midwest, and just 6% are from the Northeast. So if you lived in certain portions of this country and went to the same denomination as someone else, say in the South, you have may, may have missed the book completely and just know the book by name only or in joke only. Uh, although right. I grew up in the Northeast, uh, I guess I was an absolute minority when it came to this book because I read it. So um, that, really that pretty interesting. Yeah. Huh. Which, uh, that's, yeah, that's weird. I, I read it too. And I grew up in Baltimore. So what's that tech? I mean, technically, when you look at the Civil War, Baltimore was part of the South, right? So yeah, I don't, I don't Mason Dixon line. So yeah, yeah. fucking Confederate bastard. I don't know. Here hey now, let's look, look. I'm, I'm from the, I'm from the Great North, the Quebec area. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fucking Yankee, and you know it. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, so I I I thought that was pretty interesting, but then I started reading into and I, uh, we're probably not going to talk about it, but the cultural impact of this book and how the south takes the rapture a lot more seriously than somebody from the northeast would. Oh yeah. Um just in your cultural That makes sense to significance. me. Yeah. So that kind of makes it I mean, it kind of, yeah, it kind of reinforces, I guess, those facts. So it just kind of blew my mind. I was just like, fuck, I thought everybody read this. And it's like, no, if you lived in the Northeast, there's probably a very good chance you didn't. But um, that makes sense, too, because I I kind of always just look at the South as almost everything the church says they just believe. mm -hmm, mm Yeah. 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 I don't even live technically in the Bible Belt right now. 
because I I live in northern Latin America. No, that, yeah, you're still connected very, to Florida. Yeah, but that's a very it's a very common thing that you call Miami. Yeah, but like it's very it's a lot more Bible than mm-hmm. say Southern California. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. When we drove, I can from... see like we're close to the Bible Belt. We're close. Yeah, when we drove from Pennsylvania to Florida, we counted, we did like a, my wife and I were counting the billboards between porn shops and, mm-hmm. uh, and Bible signs. So, yeah. and it was, it was, there's a lot easy. of anti abortion billboards <laughs> down here. Yes, yes. So, like a lot of them. That sounds like uh, a great I'm like, family road trip game. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was, it was a blast. Uh, uh, <laughs> But to deny that this book was a cultural phenomenon is to deny the reality that we live in today. This isn't the end of the world, but this book, its authors, and the pool it has, and its fingerprints on everything we see before us today. From your Christian uncle shitposting on an LGBTQ Facebook group, to Mm -hmm. to pwn the libs, to our economic and foreign policy. One of the oh, biggest... and, and now our policies about uh, abortion. Yeah, cool. reproductive rights. So um, one of the biggest impacts is how this country, but mainly the evangelical community, uh, which can be one and the same at times, is how they treat the Jews. On one hand, right. as we dove into the views of LaHaye's bef- bef- beliefs in the Illuminati, the Jews are not only responsible for all the ills and evils of the world, but behind the scenes are controlling the banking and Hollywood, but they also killed our Lord and Savior. Mm. Despite that, they are useful and tolerated pawns. They are needed to bring about the end goal of the Bible and the left behind books, the return of Christ and the violent obliteration of all nine believers but mainly the gays, the libs, and the unrepentant Jews. So with that tolerance comes the support and hands and a lot of violence and death and what a lot of people believe is a slow-motion genocide against the Palestinian people. Only until recently and with the aid of social media, many Americans are coming to the realization that this is all sorts of fucked up. Saying that the nation of Israel is not infallible doesn't make you anti-Semitic, just like saying U.S. should stop bombing brown people doesn't make you unpatriotic. We have allowed the force move. Whoa, 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 (laughs) whoa. I know, that's a a bold statement. Um, Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, We have allowed the force movement, murder, and never-ending war against a group of human beings because we need a new temple rebuilt and fulfill and to fulfill prophecy so christ can come back not only are the jews useful pawn the palestinian people are also expendable also we need the nice safe area so the tucked in lord jim's t-shirts into the jorts crowd can visit the holy land and not have to see too many those dirty muslims and with that terrible joke, I'm turning it over to Chrissy. 
Chrissy, walk us through the Left Behind book. All right, so book number one. It starts out with one of our main protagonists, Rayford Steele. He's an airline pilot. And he's having impure thoughts about one of the, uh, I don't know what the, what's the politically correct term? Uh, air hostess frauds space waitress yeah stewardess so he's having impure thoughts about one of the flight attendants there we go that's the word i was searching for in my brain um and it come to find out that he's a really uh, so the narration uh, describes Rayford as a really good guy who has never cheated cheated on his wife and never even entertained the thought of cheating on his wife. And then, this like, sounds like the somebody that's trying to cheat on his wife. Yeah, well, like the next paragraph <laughs> talks about how when his wife was nine months pregnant with their son, he necked. With somebody at a Christmas party for work, which to me, um, I'm sorry, that's cheating, bro. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's cheating. Can, if my husband made out with another person while I was nine months pregnant, I oh, would say, absolutely. "Hey, you're a you're a cheating cheater who cheats." Yeah, but we're supposed to be on Rayford's side. So that's just, what we're going to be. I just have one thing, but don't authors usually write what they know? Yeah. And and yeah. just uh, that's all my why years all the women in this book are are nitwits. <laughs> and in reading Stephen King for all these years, I understand that you write a lot of the, the stuff that he writes. He sees a lot of himself and what he mm-hmm. writes. Mm-hmm. So when he writes the shiny, so who did Jack Tim Torrance, bang while his wife was pregnant? That's what I'm saying. Some girl or Jerry Jenkins, uh, one of the two. We all know he's a piece of shit. Um. So Rayford Steele, he's such a terrible name. I'm sorry. <laughs> Flying the plane. One of his passengers is Cameron Buck Williams. He's an internationally renowned news writer. He's on his way back from, from Jerusalem. Where, My name's um, Buck. Yeah. And Buck I'm here to Williams. Buck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, except for, no, he's not. Because you find out in later books that he's a 30 plus year old virgin because he just never got around to it somebody um, named buck is not a virgin nobody named books, buck is a virgin he is in the book he is because then him and chloe later get married and they're both oh, virgins so- on their wedding night which oh my i'm like way. if you f- have flown all over the world and you're an internationally renowned news writer uh Okay, cool. Did, did he, Is this like he, how you said Rayford has never um, 
cheated. And then the next paragraph says he made out with somebody because. Yeah, the, but. Oh my God. Does, does he, Truth like, is subjective. Doesn't he like he writes purity culture into this book? Yes. That's infuriating. And even I, I, though which Buck book did Williams they get married in? Is I want to say like the second or third. Okay, because I I I don't remember. I, think I, rem- the I only read the first book, and I don't remember any of that. I want to. I think it's like the sec. It's the second or third. Okay. Anyway, so Buck Williams is coming back from Jerusalem, where he just saw. Um, Jerusalem get bombed by the Russians. LOL. Um, that was the shout out to Hal Lindsey. Yeah. That's exactly and, what it sounds like. Yeah. And then the, okay, so all of the bombs. So the Russians bomb Jerusalem and all of Israel mm-hmm. because uh, there's a dude in Israel named Chaim, I believe his name is. Lahaim or Chaim? Chaim. Wait, has a rapture happened yet? Not yet, no. Okay, okay. Uh, So uh, this Jewish fella, Chaim, I want to say it's like Rosenbaum. Of course. Yeah, (laughs) right. Jesus. Um, (laughs) These names are the... Aren't the yeah, most they're, generic they're shit terrible. ever. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty bad. Um, so he div- he's some kind of like chemist and he figured out uh, a way to spray some like some kind of fertilizer on sand. Oh, I'm sorry. Chaim Rosenweg. Okay. Not whatever. Anyway, he's he figured out some kind of um way to spray fertilizer on sand and make it uh super uh fruitful. Wow. He, so he now makes we're just all of the deserts in Israel Israel bloom. We're just making shit up now, aren't we? Right. Because, like, I'm a gardener, and I'm going to tell you right now, it doesn't matter what you spray on sand, it, the water comes out, it it drains too quickly. It doesn't. It's because you're not using Heim Rosenbag stuff. (sighs) Yeah, probably. Yeah. So, Buck went to interview Chaim Rosenzweig in Israel and the Russians came and bombed Israel because they May wanted ask the, why they bombed Israel they they were mad because Israel wouldn't share the formula for whatever this thing is that makes um, sand grow whatever you want because what? Uh, Russia has lots of tundra, and they're like, "Hey, we want this too." So the Russia comes, they bomb Israel, and uh, Buck thinks he's going to die. 
So he's like, well, if I'm going to die, I'm going to go outside, see what happens. Outside the plane? You know, no, he, he's, he's oh. on the ground in Israel. Oh, my this God. This is before he's on the plane. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, are, I'm, sorry. Tundras, I'm sorry. Do tundras have a lot of sand? No, tundras are like frozen deserts. Frozen. <laughs> so this stuff only works yeah, on sand. Yeah, it doesn't sand. make sense. There's sand in tundras. There's sand in tundras. It's under the snow. There's sand in tundras under the snow. This okay, I get it. It's best not to ask questions. This is why you were actually you just say okay. Am I supposed to this Jew is clever and the Russians are evil? He's a clever Jew. He is a clever Jew. Yeah. So the Russians are gonna bomb the Jews. Can Buck is there grow the same stuff in the desert that you can grow in the tundras? Apparently, no, it's it's a it's varied, you get different fruits, you get it's more minty. <laughs> I'm just sending no, a I, lot of plot holes, yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. There's a ton of like hell, you are <laughs> fucking liberal. No, it I makes feel like I'm just making stuff it makes up. Perfect. No, I'm not making stuff up. This is in the book, so. Okay. Works for the New York Post. Russia bombs Israel. <laughs> Buck news. is there. All the bombs are falling. Buck the goes outside. Think. <laughs> Word. Um, Buck goes outside, thinking like I'm, I might as well see death coming. And all uh, of the bombs, like there's like a magical. I'm sorry, a holy force field around <laughs> Israel clarification and all of the bombs just fall away of and course. don't explode so Whoa. buck is flying home from this life-changing experience buck every time that. you say buck is i like to imagine it's him talking about himself in the third person <laughs> it is flying home buck walks buck outside <laughs> buck stopped all those bombs Fuck, is a national hero. Now. <laughs> Buck doesn't want to get um, left behind. Yeah, well, he's about to. Oh, Buck so said, who left these folded clothes on the seat? <laughs> they're not folded in the book, god damn it. They're in a pile. That's oh, the problem. They should be folded. This the is factually incorrect. Chrissy throws the book across her living room. There's no truth to this art. Yeah, this is <laughs> bullshit. fucking bullshit. It is bullshit. Um. So now, okay, Buck's flying home from Israel after seeing all these bombs fall on Israel, uh, and then not explode because of the holy force field. So the magic so force the, field. Okay, I don't mean to. So there's a dome over or in the bombs like they don't really ever ricochet off or did they just die and fall to the ground and kill everyone and crush them or no nope. uh, they, they just went away okay okay hmm. go ahead you know that makes sense no disappeared. Yep. yeah okay. just like the people on the flight home so Rayford is dry, driving the or flying the plane, driving the plane. He's driving. They went to the same place. The bombs and these people, they probably yeah. aren't so safe after all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so they're on this 747 
Rayford is flying the plane. Buck Williams is in like super ultra first class because he's a world-renowned journalist. And then all of a sudden it happens. The rapture. And they slowly, I mean, it takes like three chapters, but they slowly figure out what happened. Everybody's gone. And Buck is Kirk Cameron, right? Yes. Wait, no, isn't, no, isn't, isn't Kirk Cameron the pilot? No. He's not Rayford? Buck. No, Rayford is some other dude. I know, I know Nicholas, Nicholas Cage plays Rayford. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Didn't you see the the blooper reel with Kirk Cameron where he just kept walking around and he kept going, Kirk, he kept going, I'm Buck and I like to fuck. And they're like, Kirk, you can't. (laughs) Oh, Kirk. Now, do they explain, um, do, do they tell you, do they say how the rapture happens? Like, is there a horn? Is there, like, is there, a, like, any type of announcement or just people just fucking disappear? They just these, disappear. These floating orbs outside the plane that eat you if you get off? See, um, this, is, this, this makes me angry because when I was growing up, all I was ever taught was there was going to be a horn. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then in the fucking um, uh, Thief in the Night movie, there was no yep. horn. And they just. Yeah, that's annoying. In this one. I heard there horn. was going to be like a shout. Yeah, a horn, a shout, so, something like that. That's why that movie Red Blast. Yeah. That's why that. It sounds um, like a Feather Smith movie to be fucked me up. Yeah, Red so, yeah. So. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So anyway, I, that was just a point that bothered me. Yeah, you know, no, it bothers right. me too. Oh, the so the rapture happens. No horns. Fuck this book. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> it's also really poorly written, and all of the female characters are flippery gibbets. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, Jerry Jerry so, Jenkins wrote over 120 books. That doesn't mean they were good. No, I'm just yeah. saying that, like. Hey, if you guys, if you want to debase yourself and you know make a decent living, you can write. You can ghostwrite pretty shitty uh, Christian fiction. Oh, so, I thought you were defending him for brands. a second. I thought you were That's like the only he... way I'm going to debase myself. <laughs> only brands. I thought you were saying he wouldn't have wrote this many if he wasn't good, guys. <laughs> no, he's terrible. So the rapture happens while they're on the plane, like. Half of the plane gets taken. Oh All God. of the kids are taken, which freaks. They don't really mention it too much until like the end of the flight. But like one of the flight attendants goes, yeah, you know, some of the old people were taken. Some of the uh, adults were taken, but all of the children were taken. Listen, if I'm waking up on a flight and my kids are gone, you're not going to keep me in my seat being celebrate? calm. I will fucking give the people's elbow to every person on that plane until I find my children. I'm going Jodie Foster and flight plan. Legit. <laughs> Legit. So I will take off my shoe and go La Chancla on every goddamn person in there until my kids are returned to me. Fuck yeah. Even if they're um, raptured up into heaven, give them yeah. back, Jesus. So yeah, we, I don't I, care. Chocolate does talk, not care. I, I want to talk about this point really quick before we move on because 
this is a newish viewpoint of the rapture because growing up i never fucking heard this because kids old kids got left behind Mm -hmm. and that was part of the indoctrination that if you're not saved even if you're fucking four years old you will get left behind well this Mm -hmm. dummy also turned around and wrote a whole fucking kid series about how some kids were left behind yes and now now i have i I have a question so so let's i'm playing whatever devil's advocate let's say there is a rapture and let's say kids do get raptured because they're innocent and thus so so does nobody get pregnant during the seven years do people you can get pregnant afterwards but but it says very clearly in left behind that all of the um it even talks about a woman who was giving birth like the baby was crowning when the rapture happened and she went from very pregnant to flat stomach all of the babies and even the unborn babies are taken during the rapture you know you know fucking tim lahaye was like super into it when he was writing he's like you want to hear some fucked up shit we're gonna write a scene where a lady is like pushing out the baby and then poof gone baby's gone yeah because she's a non-believer flat tummy after that she's probably having that baby out of wedlock now after the rapture happens people i assume people you can get get, pregnant you can get pregnant do as soon as that baby comes out does it get rapture no or as soon as you nut in a woman does your sperm go up to heaven does that get raptured? <laughs> no. Because if you, if you, it's if you're not in And you ejaculate, your, your semen is, floats to the sky. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> those spermies are not innocent. And you both know that. Monty Python's um, liars, then. <laughs> every sperm is not like, sacred. <laughs> what about the babies that are born during the rapture? Like after the rapture? That's not fair if you're going to take They're the ones. Yeah, right. They even have less to do with this. Boo hoo, original sin, baby. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Boo fucking who? <laughs> I just think you it's funny. Have been that fucking. I, I, <laughs> right. just, I, I just think it would be funny at, at like these women have these babies up to nine months and like they get into the delivery room and then like every time that they go to have the baby, as soon as it gets out of the vagina, it just poof disappears. <laughs> So <laughs> it just happens oh, for that seven would years. Piss me off so the second bad. the last foot comes out. <laughs> yeah. I just, uh, that's, uh, that's my and humor. It's, it, Let's move on. It happens like uh, getting beamed up onto the holodeck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not another one. God damn it. <laughs> I rope around this board. one. <laughs> Are they start doing it and they like people start paying people to let them grab their babies as soon as they're born? Maybe I'll go too. <laughs> yeah, just grab his ankle. Right. And follow him. Oh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. This we're not gonna get anywhere. It's go ahead. Right. It's her. Um so Rayford Steele. Rayford Steele. Uh, there's the a porn star named Lexington Steele. Does he do gay porn? I feel like he does gay porn. Oh, I know he's a very large black man. And uh what does that and, have to do with anything? 
Yeah, I just thought maybe he was related. Don't get awkward. <laughs> Chaz's okay. new podcast about Lexington Steel. <laughs> uh, Rayford uh, rushes home as quick as he can after he lands the plane uh, to find his wife Irene and his son Ramey aka Rayford Jr. have also been raptured. So it talks a lot in the first few chapters about what a drag Irene is (laughs) because um, she's super into church. Let me tell you about this broad. Yeah, she's a fucking drag. Always bringing uh, me down with Jesus yeah. and the sins. Yeah. And her Going and the boy church. always invite me to church, but I'm too busy working on my Camaro in the garage. Right. <laughs> so Rayford has an idea of what happened. He's scared that, that it is the rapture, but he's not you so think? sure. Yeah, I'd be terrified, man. I don't I don't know if in reality I'd ever think it was the rapture. It could literally I be would. the rapture, and I don't know if I would I still don't know if I would actually think it's the rapture. I, Dude, really? I, I think it's the really? rapture whenever there's a large large sound and I hear a flash and I can't find or, or I see a flash and I can't oh, I find mean, people. I mean that I would I let me rephrase that. I'd I refuse to believe it was the rapture. <laughs> Oh That's my my mind immediately is like fuck as I'm getting a fucking chip put in my forehead I'm like I don't know guys <laughs> something's up I don't know if it's that though you sure about that there's there's there's, there's an angel breaking a seal what's <laughs> literally that? there's a yeah. beast coming out of the sea it's just that's what that's something I gotta ruin my beach trip. Fuck you. What? <laughs> it's the what? <laughs> that's something that's bothered me about the rapture is thinking that the rest of the world won't believe that it's the rapture after it's the rapture. I remember thinking that when I was a kid for sure. Like if you go by their reasoning, like 50% of the United States is gonna be gone, which will be fucking mm-hmm. awesome. But other than yeah. other than that. You know, it would just be like, what are we doing? Like, we wouldn't understand that the Bible was real at that point. Like, I, I don't understand what happens. Like, we all fall for, for an antichrist and, and like, we, I don't understand it. It doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So mm. anyway, I, don't know, I, kind of I think like we've talked about it before, heal. but like, <laughs> I think there were, if, if the rapture ever happened, not that it will, there will be a lot of explanations. Yeah. Like the Large Hadron Collider or some yeah, kind like of a Dr. Manhattan like kind that. of thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. but at the same time, it's just like we, like, everybody's going to realize that it was these Christians that got raptured, you know? It, it'd be different if, like, all the Buddhists disappeared, and we're just like, what the fuck? You know? So. But. Honestly, I'd be really a lot more on board with that. 
I mean, I'd be more on board with all the Christians disappearing, but other yeah, me than too, that, honestly. You know, but yeah, because then I'd be like, we, we, hey, we can do what we've been trying to do now. <laughs> yeah. Fair, fair. Roe versus Wade will go back into effect. I'm pretty sure that would happen immediately. <laughs> mandatory abortions for everyone. No, even no, even I'm the mandatory <laughs> abortions even the for some, tiny American flags for others. There you That's go. That's a Simpsons yes. quote, Absolutely. and it's very, very insightful. Yep, I love that. So yeah. Rayford rushes home. He finds out his son and his wife have been raptured. Yeah, he freaks out, reads the Bible, um, runs to the church that Irene attended, and finds the pastor there. <sighs> Because uh, he has been left behind for not really believing, not being a true believer. So the same oh. thing that so, happened in Thief of the Night. No, no. That's the what same are you exact saying? thing that ha- that's a <laughs> don't. That's the same exact thing that happened on uh, Thief of the Night. So mm. Langoliers uh, and now Thief in the Night. <laughs> Chloe, it's a mashup you never knew you needed. <laughs> exactly. Chloe, Rayford's daughter. Yeah. Oh, comes wait, home. What? Yeah, he's got two kids. How old's the daughter? 20. Oh, okay. She goes to Stanford. Oh, liberal. Yeah, exactly. Clearly. She came home. Um, is she gay now? No, because she marries Buck. An old hair. Buck. And they're both virgins because. Apparently she went to Stanford. She's thing. a virgin. Buck is yeah, married now. She must be a fucking nerd, dude. <laughs> Buck is or married. Really insufferable. He he um, had the perfect chance to write a perfect like n- like neoliberal girl fantasy, you know, kind of you know, I don't shave my armpits and you know, character, and he just dropped the ball. Oh God! I threw yeah. up in my mouth. You're expecting a well with an erection. Book. You're expecting oh. a well-written book. This oh, is yeah, just absolutely. a book that yeah, is yeah. written. Yeah. In okay. 1995, Fair enough. by the way. Fair enough. Um, it just written. these are words. Yeah, this is just a thing. So Chloe comes home. Rayford and Chloe go to the church. They find out uh, that the pastor was not. Mm-hmm raptured because he didn't really believe in christ uh then there's like two or three chapters where the pastor i think his name's bruce he um explains the tribulation he explains the rapture he explains that a period of chaos and suffering is about to begin Mm -hmm. and so Rayford and Chloe decide to accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, uh, which is great and all. But according to the Bible, the yeah. Holy Spirit is not on earth at this point. So it doesn't really matter what they do. Um, but let's not, let's not let the Bible get in the way of a good story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like Jenny um, and Forrest Gump, your time ran out. Exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, 
all this time they are t- uh, you know there's the the B story of Buck Williams the international journalist mm. and he uh it he gets a call from one of his international informants about the Romanian president Nikolai Carpathia yes which sounds like an sounds 100% like the villain from um Ghostbusters 2 yes yes holy shit he goes yep. oh yeah, yeah. Bring it in. You just sounded together. so offended there. I am the audacity. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the unmitigated gall. Yeah, so um Vigo such, the Carpathian uh, gives it, like a rousing speech at yeah, the UN after of all of this nonsense. Um that he steals all the babies. <laughs> and he, legit. So Buck finds out that his informant has been found dead of suicide. Uh, and so he goes and meets with Scotland Yard. Real suicided or did he Jeffrey Epstein himself? Well, we'll see. So okay. he goes and meets with Scotland Yard and uh, talks to a detective. And the detective says, well, Dirk was the Dirk, the um the informant was murdered. Dirk. Yeah, I know, right? I tried to avoid his name because it's just terrible. Well, Nicholas Carpathia is out. bad enough. <laughs> Dirk. So <sighs> there's a big whole huge conspiracy, and um the detective is abruptly murdered what? during the meeting, mm-hmm. and Buck barely escapes murdered by who during the meeting yeah who does it carpathia let's not let's not get to some kind of minion of the antichrist oh okay oh so it's the fucking dude (laughs) the guy from uh uh dracula dead and loving it that was vigo's (laughs) little guy (laughs) right so Buck learns later that Scotland Yard has deemed him a suspect in that detective's death. So he's kind of on the run. Then he arranges an interview with Vigo, the Carpathian. Um, And Nikolai Carpathia uses his power and influence to remove buck from like the the suspicion for the that death um, and then mind control yeah. i don't know he just like he, remo- does... he gets him taken as a like taken off the list as a suspect basically correct yes okay oh. and okay. then um nikolai reveals to buck his intention to broker a seven-year peace deal with peace deal with israel and to build the third temple in jerusalem which is major plot point and comes actually from revelation Um, like i've heard this somewhere 
No, he doesn't. He doesn't really know about the Bible. He he'll learn more, but um, that was different in the movie. I bet Kirk Cameron was like, he should know a lot about the Bible. We should make him like, oh, I know this. <laughs> and then you do pretty good, Kirk Cameron. That was yeah, you off do. The cuff. You do sound Thank like you. him. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't even heard him in like twenty years. <laughs> so now we bring the major characters together. Buck meets up with Rayford and Chloe and the pastor, Bruce mm-hmm. Barnes. He tells everybody about Nikolai Carpathia's plans. And then the pastor Snitch. says, that is the Antichrist. He says it just like that. Well, you know what? <laughs> well, that fella sounds like the Antichrist who is oh, prophesied as the end times bad guy. Now, what do you have to say about how you love those animals? <laughs> mm-hmm. Holy shit. They encourage Buck to accept Jesus before it's too late. Again? Did he do it already? No, the, the mm-hmm. pilot did. Oh, yeah, oh, Rayford did. Yeah, duh. God damn it, I forgot. And, and Buck is going to marry Chloe. Rayford's mm-hmm. daughter. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. Buck leaves a meeting with Rayford and Chloe and the pastor Bruce. Um, and he hasn't accepted the Lord yet. So much more Buck then goes to the UN. I know, Jesus Christ. He he then goes to the UN and learns um that the Jews uh, are trying to take everybody over? No, it's something like... Everybody already knows that. Oh, damn it. You're yeah. right. Sorry. Fuck. Like, the wealthiest guy in history is there. Is um, he Jewish? It's Elon Musk. Yeah, it's Elon Musk. I just lost um, Twitter, you guys. <laughs> and the head of the London Stock Exchange are there. And then... This is uh, sounds very like uh, Bill meeting. <laughs> yeah, this is this sounds very like New World Orderish mm-hmm. Illuminati. Uh, so he learns yeah. that these super rich people are there, and yeah, it of course. aligns with prophecy. So before entering the UN meeting, he like goes and says the sinner's prayer, <sighs> which is what. Let's hear it. I'm not saying it. Oh, I don't I'm not know. being uh, saved again. Fuck you, Donovan. I don't know it. <laughs> I only have to do it once, and then it never rubs off. That's what I was told. Um, I won't get saved again. Yeah. <laughs> so at this UN meeting, Buck realizes that Carpathia is the Antichrist. Buck has and a revelation. Then... <laughs> Buck has a revelation. <laughs> Buck made the pun on purpose. <laughs> and during this meeting, Carp- uh, Carpathia, the Antichrist, Nikolai, yeah. suddenly executes those two rich guys I was talking about. Oh my God, for what reason? Because he doesn't need them anymore. 
Wait, in front of the UN? Yeah. And then and he that... brainwashes everybody except Buck. Because Buck Wait. is divinely protected because he did the sinner's perk. Oh my Jesus fucking Christ. There is no Holy Spirit. So, we had it. Oh my God. So he assassinates so these two he, people in front brain... of everyone. And everybody. Yeah, and then he brainwashes cool everybody but this newly saved Christian to think that those guys died in a murder suicide. Hmm. And how does he brainwash everyone? Does he just say it doesn't like, really say like men just... in black him? He puts his yeah. painting on the wall and he says mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I don't appreciate how you guys sound so skeptical. <laughs> I know, right? It's very legit. So Buck narrowly escapes the meeting at the UN. Thank goodness. He goes back to uh, Rayford and Pastor Bruce and Chloe and they form the Tribulation Force to help people prepare for the Tribulation. Starring Chuck Norris Mm -hmm. as Buck McFuck. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's it then Mads the next Michelson. book is tribulation force the, oh, the antichrist let's get this ball rolling it's, it's really poorly written i mean honestly as i was going through it yet again this week i kept thinking like why was i so stressed out by this yeah. it's really poorly written also, the president of Romania is not going to murder two people in front of the UN and just get away scot free. Like, I'm sorry. That's, That's not you know. a thing. That's where the brainwashing comes in, Chrissy. You know, the brainwashing that you do when you assassinate two people in front yeah, of Where'd you get that Michael Jackson painting from, Chrissy? A street market in Italy. Oh shit! She's Where did that come from? She's been being brainwashed by the painting. Oh, okay. You guys didn't. Follow Dude, that me. painting no, is not. high art, and you guys are fuckers <laughs> if you don't think so. I was making a dumb so, joke anyway. <laughs> all right. So, do you want to? Do you have anything further on the series, or just that? book because i think well i just did left behind like if you want to talk more about the series that's fine but no no i mean not really because i think the series is is i can let me if i can guess it uh this tribulation force grows and they try to find people some people Mm -hmm. get some people die some people live um there might be working for the antichrist i was going to say there's some some informants Mm -hmm. yep uh, there's some informants. Somebody fakes like the mark of Christ on their forehead at some point. I remember that. The mark of Christ or the mark of the beast? No, no, no. The mark of like, do you know how it says that like uh, believers will believers will know each other because there'll be like a mark oh. on their forehead during the tribulation. Vaguely. So in the books, in the books. It's like a, a mark that only believers can see, and it's almost like an oh, Ash course. Wednesday mark. Oh, yeah, of course. 
and somebody fakes that. How do you, wait? He just puts dirt on his forehead and he's like, no, no one else could see this, dude. Just you. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh, wow. That's oh, you pretty... see my mark of Jesus, bro? Right here? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm glad that the divine intervention of the Lord Jesus Christ was outwitted by somebody just putting dirt on their forehead. Damn right. It, it, it scans. <laughs> it scans. <laughs> Uh, let me see. And then they rebuild the temple and then, um, God comes back and murders everyone. Yes. Except for the people right. that were uh, in the tribulation force starring but Apollo is- Creed, Carl Weathers. Ah, hell yeah. Fucking <laughs> Carl Weathers. I love him. Um, yeah. And then they have like, uh, in later books, they have all sorts of like, very high tech stuff because one of the tribulation force members is like an IT guy. So he gives them like magic phones that will oh, ring even when they're turned off. And Tim LaHaye saw of- Minority Report <laughs> and the Running Man. All right. He's like, oh, this is good stuff. How the fuck is a phone gonna ring when it's turned off? By the that, power of Christ. I, it doesn't make any fucking sense. It's hey, off. Even if, if your battery's dead, Christ still calls. Yeah. How? <laughs> Christ you is got calling. No Pick it up. No reception. Christ still calls. <laughs> Jesus always has four bars. Yeah. God is 5G. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, uh, let's see. Tribulation Force. So, yeah, that's the book. And then there were there were prequels, which I didn't expect you to read at all or anything. I'm just I, I think that those go into the stories of like Buck and some of it's these so other stupid people. too. The audacity yeah. to, to write a whole series about the world ending and then be like, we should write books about the most, let the least interesting time when it didn't happen yet. <laughs> <laughs> people definitely want to buy that. Jesus Fuck Christ, it. I never even thought about that. You're absolutely right. You fucking pretentious assholes. Don't buy anything. <laughs> oh, and they would. Mm-hmm. The Keychains yeah. and fucking. I don't know, golf tees and whatever else that they left behind on it. Uh, oh, anyway. Well, thank you, Why would Chrissy. you want a t-shirt that says left behind? What a Just horrible so everybody thing knows that. So everybody knows that that t-shirt's going to be free when they get left behind. Oh, because it'll be folded up with your pants because the angels Absolutely. will have folded it. That yep. sounds like something like, like certain churches would have somebody walking around with the church on, like a shirt on that says that, and they'll be like, treated as a joke and everyone's like get it oh yeah you're referring to when we're all like, ha, ha. and then the pastor gets up to make a sermon he's like we all made jokes today but what if you're left behind what if you're the one wearing the shirt <laughs> oh you my know it's God. not a joke memory left unlocked. Behind. did you guys ever see at your local christian bookstore those um Bumper stickers that said, in case of rapture, this car is free. Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, 
not free, but in case of rapture, this car will be unmanned or something like that. Yeah, I've seen something like that before, but I totally forgot about that. Yeah, memory unlocked, man. Yeah. In case of rapture. Oh, shit. Wow. In case of rapture, go check on my children because they'll be left behind. How about you go feed my fucking cat? She can't even go like four (laughs) hours without some wet food. Yeah, let's talk about how all cats will be left behind. Fucking assholes. (laughs) (laughs) Mine for sure. She's absolutely a Satanist. Oh, yeah. All dogs go to heaven was made for a reason. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) This conversation (laughs) has happened before. (laughs) All cats Uh. burn in hell. All right. Uh, So, Donovan. I asked you to look into something that uh, was from your youth. Um, so would you like to explain how this was brought into your life and explain what it is and how it impacted you and the cultural impact of it? Well, the main thing I did when I started looking up this wonderful tale that uh, was only changed to to make sure kids didn't leave the fucking church literally just for that (laughs) was uh get mentally prepared because i remembered a lot of shit that happened with me with this series (laughs) uh so yeah when i was about let's say 10 or 11 my mom came home from a garage sale with about 35 of the 40 books and the left behind the kids series and just the title alone should tell you how poorly fucking written this is left behind the kids it's just it's so it's so terrible oh. <laughs> so it uh started uh came out in 98 that's when the first book was published in july of 1998 and it so three years the- after the first one the right. first left behind so they're yeah. getting they're making money and they're like how can we capitalize yep. on this yeah. Now it, it ran from two, uh, 1998 to 2005, I think it was, and they sold over 11 million copies God of just damn. this series alone. Uh, I found that through uh, BaptistPress.com when I was researching the book because I found some wonderful little uh, book reports and stuff from homeschool kids uh, mm. about this book. <laughs> that was really fun to read. So the main thing Donovan, about the why book, don't you read us yours? Oh will <laughs> <laughs> probably be praising the fucking thing like this the levels of which this made me feel so close to God. <laughs> it has really explained to, to me. Yeah. Oh, it's God. explained to me how what a terrible shitter I am and how yeah, exactly. close I should be to Jesus. Yep, sounds about right. <laughs> um so the main story of the book is literally the exact same story of the Left Behind series, except it follows these four main kids that are going around Wait, just trying to... Which kid uh, was the pilot and which kid saw a pilot? <laughs> uh, which, which, which kid was trying to make out with a stewardess? Not, not that close to it, but one of the kids oh, was okay. on the same plane. That's that was how they like did the big tie and where it was like a, it was oh supposed my. to be like a twist reveal, but it was so fucking obvious. <laughs> Wait, wasn't he raptured on the plane? Uh, that would make sense, right? Uh, he wasn't a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> None of it. Well, a okay, bit. but which is really we're funny asking for consistency from a book 
from a book series that has zero consistency. Like ducks don't do long division, folks. This is not an, a fair thing to ask. Right. And if I'm wrong, I'll be the first to say that it's really easy to get some of the little details in this fucking garbage wrong because mm-hmm. it's written so fucking horribly. Uh, well, but- just just oh, the yeah, detail that same here. Just the detail that you said before that that all the kids were raptured, but then there's a series about the kids that are left that behind. Yeah. <laughs> it, are like, they teenagers a- though? Yeah, some of them are and some of them aren't. Uh, if the main kid, uh, his name is Judd. He is a uh, no, Judge Junior. Not. He's a uh, like a senior or a junior in high school. So I follow him. Judd. But, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I got the I got his full name. Uh, the whole fucking thing. It's Judge so... Judy, isn't it? <laughs> no, his I don't full think name ju- is, is Judge Judy. I, I think his uh, name is Judd. G U D D. Yeah. G U D D. Yeah, Judd. Like Judd. No, G U D D. What? J-U-D-D. Judd. G-U-D-D would be J- J-U-D-D. His oh, name is yeah. J-U-D-D. <laughs> My bad. Jesus. Good. Yeah. So the, the main thing about the book was that I noticed they the whole fucking thing was literally just written to keep kids in line and keep kids in check, to not ask questions and do what you're told. And the way that it's written is you can totally tell that because anytime the kids are talking to other kids, it's written so stupidly and written with dialogue from like a fucking radio play. Like, hey, how you doing today? It's so fucking ridiculous. <laughs> like, there's a part where like a kid's riding by another kid, like a, a kid's walking home from school and another kid's on in, a, in the back of a pickup truck. And he's like, hey, why aren't you at school today? He's like, I didn't feel like going. Well, you better get home. Mom's going to be merely mad at you. And that's literally <laughs> yeah, you know, like how kids talk to each other. Yeah. And the, these are like 17 year olds in 1999. These kids were like, fucking. Yeah, no. it would have been like, hey, fucker, where are you going? These kids would have been at Denny's high on E at 10 a.m. So, no. Yes. <laughs> Donovan, they weren't like, hey, you got two bits for that paper? Yeah, you're just trying to get newsy shit in, man. <laughs> Mighty but, fine. Oh, shit. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> but the thing Sorry. was, like, the, you could tell when it was written like that, but then they would go into hardcore detail and stuff about, like, the backstories and decisions that these kids made. Like, with Judd, they just said, like, oh, his grades were oh, bad and shit. stuff. Like, they would be like, Judd. Judd's grades were bad. He wasn't doing so good in school. He used to do good in school, but but once he started wondering if he believed in God, mm. that's when things went bad. His brothers believed in God and his parents loved him very much, but now he's he's stealing his dad's credit card because he doesn't he's not sure if he believes in Jesus. Now he's buying a plane ticket to run away. And it's like all of this is unprompted except for the fact that he just found out he doesn't believe in Jesus. And then you jump to Vicky. Vicky is a girl who lives in a trailer park in an abusive well, household. Her mom, mom and dad are like uh, alcoholics and drug addicts and shit. Classist. And then one, yeah, and then yep, and then one day, a priest just stops by, and all of a sudden, her dad is now this. Uh, hey, hey, you know what, baby? I'm gonna be a Christian now. And it's like it really fucked me up when I was listening to it because uh, uh, the girl is standing in her living room after this little revival thing happens in their fucking trailer park. And the dad walks towards her and he flinches and she flinches. And then he walks up and he's like, Oh baby, I'm not going to hit you. I just want to give you a hug. And then it goes into how she thinks 
like it, it just the, the, that whole relationship dynamic it goes into this thing where you can tell that it's playing on oh if you're in a broken home jesus might help you or something yeah. like that yeah when, absolutely in reality and a, a lot of people in situations like that in the church that are already in a house like that that's just being used against them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know what i mean and jesus it's, isn't going to help you you have to like do something for yourself right exactly and and me i remember reading that when i was that about that age i was like 10 or 11 years old i remember reading that and feeling like very confused because i was getting hit and beat constantly Mm -hmm. and i'm like well i go to church maybe i don't believe in god enough maybe oh if i don't believe in god enough i'm not gonna get i'm gonna be left behind and like the whole panic attack thing starts setting i'm like and then yeah I I I see it also feeding into this you you know you have to forgive yeah to be you have to forgive to 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 be saved or to be part of this group that's that you know is going to be taken away and you Mm -hmm. know it doesn't you know this kid the girl flinches when the father puts you know his hand out there's like there's fucking history there that is not erased yeah. by your father saying that he's a Christian now. Suddenly and, magically having some internal change that has that nobody can observe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it, it's ugh, it's just, it's just dirty. It, was, it just ugh. Yeah, it's gross. Yeah. And then the way it's written is written in an in an air of experience but no experience but like Mm -hmm. i guess the experience coming from like the wrong end like someone who's been in the situation where they're like oh no gee i'm not gonna hit you you know like to me it felt like he was writing that because he's been the person where it's like oh i don't you know that i won't hurt you anymore jeez oh you're doing what jesus wants Mm -hmm. you i won't hit you again you know what i mean Mm -hmm. that's the way i was picking it up and it was just really unsettling to me and it just it just took me but mentally it took me back to a place of my childhood being like I, I realize now how dangerous that is for kids to be reading who are probably in a similar situation. Now they will, who are possibly thinking about saying something to somebody else. Now they won't. Yeah. Now yeah. they'll be like, Oh, I need to work harder to be closer to God. And then maybe that'll stop. And it's just, it's very, it's a very fucking slippery slope. Yeah. And I'm sure there's, they wrote these characters in their backstories to try to retouch mm-hmm. as many different backgrounds of children that you could get that's so yeah absolutely and that's what I'm you're saying trying before. yeah you're trying to get the kid that has bad grades mm-hmm. and now you're trying to get the kid that flirts with too many boys and then you're trying to get the kid that has a broken home you know so you're trying to make each of these characters relatable to somebody and so yeah. it will fuck with your head just like it did so yeah ugh. and you can that's yeah, that's the big thing that that was the grossest to me is you can tell where the research was done and the most attention was paid. And it was to that kind of detail to keep the kid reading, to keep the kid in the church. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's just fucked up. And then like, you get, it's also weird too, because like the next character, Lionel, he was, he's the, uh, he's basically the, the token black character in this fucking story. It's horrible. Every fucking thing that comes out of this kid's mouth is either a stereotype or he's talking about his family as a stereotype. And it's just, <laughs> that's all it is. It's just written for that, you know, just to for, get forgive me audience. with this. 
But does Lionel have a dad around? I think. I honestly don't even remember. Dad in prison. He had an uncle who was uh, an atheist, and he was like uh, really into drugs and stuff. And okay, yeah, I I could see them getting very stereotypical. I get what you're saying, though. I I know where you're going. (laughs) And I was sorry. Sorry, I got quiet. I I apologize. That's not how podcasts work. I just got super triggered. Oh, no, I'm sorry. that's Shit. totally okay. Are you okay? No. Yeah, no, I'm fine. I'm just like, how many people were, re- or kids were really damaged by that fucking message? And I got really right. sad. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's upsetting. I probably should have did a warning before I went and did that. Oh, no, I'm going to put a warning. No, no, you, you told us. No, you told us in the text. Like, hey, this is going to be kind of shitty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I believed That's... you, but I right, still yeah. am sad about it. <laughs> as long as you're cool. As long no, as you're I'm, okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Okay. I'm I'm yeah. fine. It just it just makes me sad, dude. Um, it's really we... disgusting, and it's really fucked up because it's it goes to show that uh, you know, even in the church where we thought we had solace, we were still just a number, and we were just. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really fucked up we were just so they told us they always told us when we were in sunday school that we were soldiers in god's army and god damn if they weren't fucking lying yeah yeah i it it goes back to our mental health episodes that we did and how the church uh teaches counselors to deal with people coming to them with abusive uh you know households that they grew up in and how to handle them and this is the same sort of messaging that i'm feeling that you're getting donovan from yeah from the books of you know no absolutely that yeah yeah it's you know and before you came on chrissy i was talking to donovan about a uh a, a series and spankings that we that i want to do um not a series well we're gonna talk about that with the pearls yeah and i want to talk about spanking in you know in our experiences and how we grew up with it and everything and like how it was triggering to me just going into this uh just thinking about it and i'm like this book i never read it but i can understand through donovan's perspective of like how fucked up it is um and how purposeful it was so Mm -hmm. yeah yeah. Well, that's the thing too is this was another thing for me where I always made jokes about it because I, I don't remember this fucking book because it was horrible mm-hmm. when I read so much when I was a kid like I was reading Stephen King by nine you know what I mean I was just I was always reading 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 and then mm-hmm. this was just handed to me I was like cool what is it read it read it read it you know what I mean mm-hmm. and it's impossible yeah. not to absorb yeah that's yeah, especially when it, you're that age your brain's a sponge Mm-hmm. yeah and it was just that one line like literally clicked me right back to that just remember reading it i remember i was sitting on a at, at the park reading it like on a, on a, it was like the sun was fucking setting and i was sitting on like a gymnasium like school got out a little bit before my mom was volunteering at the church or whatever and i was just it's so weird how i can like bam you know what i mean mm-hmm. yeah anyway mm. uh so the lionel washington stuff they got like he's it's just it's basically just cannon fodder you know what i mean it's just it's mm-hmm. nothing substantial and then ryan daly's the fourth kid that's basically the the fourth main character and literally this kid is in the book to just spout 
actual historical facts that are random as fuck to place you <laughs> in reality. The first time you meet this fucking kid, he mentions the mayor of some small town in Illinois where he's from. And I'm like, what's the fucking point of this? And then it happens again a couple minutes later while he's talking to his best friend. And then they mention a biblical fact because his best friend's like a bibliophile. And you're like, I see where this is going. And it's it's literally just so if you if a kid is curious and they go looking up the random fact like oh it's real you know what i mean it's these stupid little fucking tactics that are yeah if you can tell i'm so, if you can't tell i'm annoyed <laughs> so his only purpose in the books is just to like be like the pop-up bubble on you know that uh pop-up video pop-up video yeah his job is to fucking be Tim LaHaye because all Tim LaHaye does is give fucking facts to the other guy and then he That's writes the fucking true. book. Very true. So Tim LaHaye's like, I want a guy like me in this one. That's all it was. <laughs> He's young and blonde and a big cock. He's really handsome. Just make sure he's not the black guy. <laughs> <laughs> right. He was at first and then they had to change it. That's the only reason Lionel's still in it. <laughs> But yeah, that's I didn't I didn't continue reading it after those first couple chapters because it was that's fine. It's it's pointless and I see where it's going and I looked it up and there's one last thing I wanted to talk I wanted to say before I left this fucking thing alone and I uh, it was a part of one of the uh, the book reports that I had read. If if you can cut this part, that's just dead air. I fucking lost the link. Just give me one second. That's fine. Oh my god, that actually scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Let me think if I can think of any more newsy songs. Um go for it. I, go I did Santa Fe, I did Carrying uh Start singing uh disintegration. No, because I'm I have I have newsies on my mind now. Um, All right, I got, I got it, I got it, I got. It. <laughs> so, in the the baptistpress.net or baptistpressnews.net, there's this big article from 2004. Uh, it's called "Left Behind: The Kids" series, still bridging the generational gap, and it's about the last book being released. And uh, like this big bookstore, they're not expecting like they'll keep any of the books on the shelf. The libraries are saying they're not going to be able to keep any on the shelves, and I'm like. Okay, this is the Baptist Press reporting this, so I don't know how fucking reliable that is. But it's like it's like I I know many dentists. Mm -hmm. My uncle's a dentist. My dad's best friend is a dentist. None of them have been asked about their opinions on toothpaste. I've I've checked with them, so I don't know about this nine out of ten dentists recommend Crest. I think this is the same kind of situation. Where they're just like, oh yeah, librarians say, mm, yeah, they won't be able to keep it on the show. I think you're definitely on to something with that. I think you're definitely right. <laughs> <laughs> well, the main thing that I found in this little article that interests me was they spoke to this ten-year-old girl at the release of this book, and I'm just going to read it verbatim. And she says, "Most of the stuff I read in them, I want to know if it's true," said ten-year-old Erica Wynn of Georgia. And so That's I try to look it up in the Bible, and most of the time it's in there. Having read 36 <laughs> of the 40 books in the children's series, 
Wynn said the stories have expanded her view of the world and challenged her to think more about eternity. I like to read about adventure. And I like that they... 10. Just 10. I like to read about adventure. And I like that they put the characters in places other than the United States, Wynn said. It makes me wonder if some of my friends aren't Christians. The Left Behind series just gives you a new perspective about what will happen in the future. So that's... Yeah, really that's things that a ten-year-old should be thinking about. Yeah. What was her name again? Amy Coney Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> but then the article goes on speaking to her mom, who has read all the oh, adult books, and Christ. of course gave her the books. And you know, she's saying if you, hand it to a non- if you hand it to a non-Christian friend, they'd love it because it's so interesting. No, the fuck they wouldn't, lady. Oh shit! That's right. We were encouraged to give copies of Left Behind to non-believers. Yeah. I mean, it was... I was absolutely encouraged to do that. Out of... it's, I mean, other than the Bible, it was probably the most widely accessible Christian book, fiction, non-fiction. You could get it anywhere. I mean, (laughs) you could go to Walmart you know you could go to a truck stop and it would be there uh so here's yeah. here's one last quote i'll give you from a 14 year old when you read left behind you can imagine people going through that it's put revelation more in perspective i've learned not to read it before i go to bed i do seem to pray more i do seem to pray for more people after i read them oh what about what year was that written? Uh, 2007. Oh, 2004. And, and how old was she? That one was 14. 2007. So, how old would she be right now? Same age as me, 30, yeah. 31. I wonder what her experiences were with rapture anxiety and, and what she would be, what she actually would talk about, like what she actually went through with, with reading these books. And, because she's like, I won't read them at night before I go to bed, or yep. the, or Revelation. Mm-hmm. No, the so, books, these books, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, why? Like, what kind of nightmares are they giving you? Feed, feed me. <laughs> the funny <laughs> thing is, I can, I remember telling my dad that Goosebumps gave me nightmares when I was really little. He's like, you should probably never read those again. Then they're evil. Yeah. And then, of course. And then I tell him the Bible gives me anxiety. He tells me it's because I don't, I don't believe in God enough. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm scared, yeah. Dad. That's because you're doing it. That's just logic right there. <laughs> yeah. Piece the, of shit. <laughs> yeah. The Bible and like everything attached to it, everything we've gone through have caused so much more psychological and physical damage than, you know, any heavy metal album or any, you know, horror movie would ever do to anyone. So it's, uh, yeah, I always I find that even, very laughable. Even worse than Night of the Living Dead One. Uh, I mean the remake was was okay, so it was pretty good. What was the question? What? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, um. Let me see. Uh, anything else about that? I was. I'm just like. 
I'm still astonished, but like I just kind of want I I just like no, that's what I was. Well, I'll just say this in closing for the whole fucking thing. Uh, when I was when we were talking about this, and you're like, do the kids serious? And I was like, oh yeah, that'd be funny. I could do that. I've read those books. I was not expecting it to uh, trigger me as much as it did. I did mm-hmm. not expect it to make me as angry as it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told you off rec- uh, off record and off recording, whatever, however the fuck you want to put it, <laughs> that this whole series has been pretty fucking triggering for me. But I've yeah. been, thankfully been able to pivot it in a positive way. Um, well, I'm glad. But yeah, that, so the that's whole thing it. is fucking triggering because it just like for me too, it just mm-hmm. brings back all of these anxieties and all of these things that I, as a kid and a young adult, yeah were very real fears for me yeah right very real yeah and i i would love to pick apart somebody's brain that's still involved in all this when like around my age or donovan in between me and donovan's age and like like so you read these books at night what what happened and they were like why well, i have nightmares well let, let me hear about them you know and be like I mean, why you do know, you think that was <laughs> yeah well let's let's dissect it you know not trying to convert them or deconvert them or anything but just you know i want to know like i only this... have one friend left who's kind of christian yeah and i'm not subjecting her to that nonsense oh no not that it's not. nonsense but i'm not gonna you know throw her over the grill like that no, I, don't, it, I would love I, to talk to somebody like that, but like, yeah, who? Yeah, I mean, I don't how do you even it, find that person? Sure. That would have to be. It, it would have to be somebody who, uh, who is, I guess, either that comfortable with their own faith to have that conversation, or some. That's, I guess, that's it. It'd have to be Gilda Krupp. <laughs> <laughs> It'd have to be somebody that doesn't really uh, realize or understand that that stuff is traumatic and yeah would, you know would just find it sort of i don't know someone i'd love, to, of our views and I'd love to talk it. with somebody who yeah. is like trauma informed yeah but still a christian and ask their views on the whole situation that would i think that would just make me very angry <laughs> and, yeah and and just be like why the fuck are you still doing this sort of i was about to say yeah i can give you some phone numbers (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) i'll slip you the name of a halfway house get out (laughs) so yeah so um yeah, Sorry to I be think... such a bummer with all that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew I, th- I knew it was gonna be happening. No, it's oh. it is a straight up bummer. It's not you. It's no. the whole thing. It just yeah. it yeah, it, it just goes hand in hand with the fucking gravity of realizing how much power that motherfucker had with everything else in the country that of course he was able to still infiltrate our fucking childhoods in whole. Mm-hmm. It's like it's so that's uh it's just gross as fuck, man. It's like it's, he's every fucking word. Well, it, it's it's just fear mongering. Yeah, 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 yeah. To children, and it's disgusting. It, yeah, it is. It is pretty amazing yeah. that despite like his age when this stuff started, when he started writing this, that he was still able to reach back in like 
demographics and go after kids despite being like 80 90 years old um I don't, or it, it it really is it kind of blows my mind i only um, i only give him credit for that because of the parents i don't think if the parents had anything i think if parents weren't fucking for forcing this on kids it would have not gone anywhere honestly yeah. after yeah. reading this again and thinking about reading it when i was a kid i would not have fucking read this garbage <laughs> well it I, yeah. I mean i was i was walking my dogs the other day and i was i was trying to think about trying to put all this in in context and trying to think oh about... humble brag you're such a great pet owner yeah, you walk your dogs yeah, congratulations you have a dog <laughs> <laughs> and you I have walk. two actually <laughs> oh um, my god but uh <laughs> I was thinking of like, if Jerry Falwell, if Pat Robertson, somebody like that had written these books, they would have not had the cultural impact that that it did, that Tim LaHaye did it. Because um, I, I feel like Tim LaHaye worked so much from the background that he wasn't putting himself out in the national news, even though he had all that stuff. With like you're talking about Mooney. all the books right yeah i'm just talking the, okay. the left in high, left behind series in general okay um, i was just talking about the kids one still i agree with what you're saying now yeah. yeah um uh i think that they had put themselves out in the public too much and there's too many scandals even though LaHaye had these scandals he did he was able to slither back into the background and disappear um but also he didn't go outside of that bubble of the Christian world um, too much. I mean, he, you didn't see him on, you know, you didn't see him on night talk shows uh, mm. with, you, you know, Arsenio Hall or, you know, Jerry <laughs> Falwell going on TV. You know, he didn't do that stuff. You know, he didn't have his own television network. You know, and he wasn't the face of, of evangelical Christianity, even though he was the most powerful motherfucker in it. Um, so I think the fact that he was able to do this shit from the background made yeah. the impact of the book so much stronger than if a bigger name in the evangelical world would have written it. Um, yeah, that was the thought I had. When He's I was a real Carl Rove of Christianity. Yeah, yeah. He's a real Simon Cowell of Christianity. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, who's uh, William Hung in this situation? Wait, uh, Simon Cowell, the guy from American Mark, Idol? Mike Huckabee. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah, uh, Arno Josh Duggar. <laughs> there oh, it is. I forgot about that. Um, she banged oh, that's in no inappropriate yeah, don't do that <laughs> <laughs> um so uh final thoughts on uh the book and tim lahay in general you guys a see you next tuesday and i hope if there is an afterlife that somebody is shitting directly into his eyeball there you I go. See, yeah. Yeah. I hope a man is a giant big dick man is just shitting in his eyeball right now. Yeah. Out of his penis. Yes. That's fine. <laughs> so 
just just like i i hope when uh the guy from the westboro baptist church died that he got reincarnated but as you know the biggest double-ended dildo uh gay couple could ever own so <laughs> like one of those things that on it's like on one side it's a fist and the other side it's a foot absolutely whatever whatever works <laughs> so and that's how he spends his, his eternity and then the rest of the time probably in a dumpster um so i hope so yeah so uh donovan i second all of that okay <laughs> i just well, would like to say that uh fuck this guy <laughs> absolutely yeah absolutely yeah um, fuck this guy right in the for, ear uh, all the horrible right things all the horrible things he contributed to he created and uh basically gave horrible people a ground to stand on because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh yeah i know that he definitely just gave a uh, a lot of people the reason they were looking forward to do the things they did he uh yeah he's a fucking asshole yeah i don't really know what else to say about him Buck doesn't um, like him. Yeah. <laughs> Buck not a fan. <laughs> oh man. I, I, just... I really want you both to know that I'm Buck and I'm here to fuck is gonna live <laughs> rent free in my head for like a while. <laughs> Every time I see Kirk Cameron from here on out. I'm Buck and I like to fuck. <laughs> I'm bucking up here. Oh, the voice, the voice makes it worse. Oh God! All right, with that, we'll leave it there. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, uh, we hope you enjoy the Tim LaHaye series and Left Behind. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do the movie. If we do, we'll do it another date. I'm kind of burnt out on the series. Uh, coming up, we have a ser- uh, surprise episode next week that I'm going to, I did a story for you guys. And then uh, we're probably going to go into the world of how to train up a child. Yes. uh, um, Christian discipline for your child. AKA Um, how to beat the shit out of your kids and instill instill a culture of fear in your household. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I got it on my bookshelf right behind me. Read it every mm-hmm. night. Um, yeah, but, it's uh, it's 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 going to be the next uh, cross off on your trigger me bingo that we've put out. Oh my! Oh, it is. <laughs> that's going to be like it. it it's going to need some fat ass trigger warnings because it's terrible. Yeah. yeah. So uh, before everybody uh, fast forwards or goes to their next podcast. Uh, we would like you to uh, follow us, the podcast at uh, XCOM Pod on TikTok or Instagram. Uh, you can follow us at the X Communication Station podcast on Facebook. We have a small little group there. And uh, you can email us, please email us at uh, xcompod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you about anything. You can comment, tell us that you hate the podcast, tell us that, you know, we give us suggestions, whatever you want to do. Uh, we'd love to hear your stories. If you want to send us any stories or want to come on and talk to us, we would, we would love that too. Or um, just an ear. Yeah. We're just an ear. Yeah. Absolutely. So, Oh, 
with that, uh, you can you can now turn off the podcast, but uh, you can follow me at uh, Chaz X Cure or 17 underscore seconds on Instagram. You can listen to my other podcast, The Holy Hour, where uh, Gavin, now Antonio, and I talk all things Cure Wait, related. What? We have another guy, uh-huh. Antonio, that just joined. Uh, so oh. our friend Don- Donald decided to step away. Uh, he's had issues so and now we have our friend antonio that filled in i think you just offended chrissy (laughs) i'm sorry it wasn't my it's not my podcast (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna have you on god (laughs) jesus anyway uh you can listen to donovan's other podcast it's called laughing with you not at you it's a podcast i do with my wife where we talk about mental health struggles and parenting Yay. And uh, Chrissy, do you have any books for us besides the uh, how to train Left behind. Uh, or Left Behind? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I uh, I have been sleeping for like, I don't know, 15, 20 years on the Percy Jackson series. And I've chewed, chewed through that about like comfortable. six of them in the past week or so. Wow. They're fun. They're really fun. They're really cute and fun. And (laughs) they, uh, um, I was super obsessed with Greek and Roman mythology as a kid. Mm -hmm. So they really satisfy a lot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Um, (laughs) (laughs) they satisfy a lot of those particular. I'm going to brag. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm a sinner. Oh, totally very cool. accept that. So, yeah, um, read Percy. I'm sorry. Let me say it like yeah, my yeah. husband says it. Percy Jackson? Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Oh, I thought he There's said no more. something more than that. Oh, okay. No, just okay, Percy sorry. Jackson. Okay. <laughs> it's sort of it's it's like I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. Yeah. But oh, Jackson. Okay, that makes I it got a lot you. more funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Percy that, Jackson. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. I am for eels. All there you right, go. we gotta go now. Um, <laughs> sorry. Peace be with you. <laughs> and with your spirit. And everybody I'm sorry, say, I fell asleep earlier. It's okay. <laughs> you can go back to sleep now. Everybody say. Now I don't want to go to sleep. Now I want to drink <laughs> beers. I like my looks. I like my personality.